the children come Don't dare drive them away And then the kingdom comes Hear the holy foolish things they say The springtime of their life decides The adults they'll become So let the children come Please let the children Children's Bible Journey With stories and songs just for kids We have a dramatized Bible story coming up So let's get today's program started By singing praises to our awesome God
just love singing praises to Jesus. We'll do some more singing in a few minutes. Now let's get back to our continuing Bible story from the Bible and Living Sound. Elijah, my servant, when thou returnest, go by way of the wilderness of Damascus. While there you will anoint Hazael to be king over Syria, and Jehu the son of Nimshi to be king over Israel. And when thou comest to the valley of Jordan at Abel-Mahola, thou shalt anoint the son of Shaphat to be my prophet in thy stead. A few short years ago, all this land was bare and parched after a drought of three and a half years. But now the farms thrive. Everywhere vegetation has sprung up. The earth is green and beautiful again, proof of the power and compassion of God. I grow old. But the God of love has provided another in my place to guide and direct Israel. A young man, the son of Shaphet. I must arise and get on my way and find the young man. Mm, There he is, plowing that field. The young man who is to take my place. Uh, That's a large field. There are 24 oxen plowing it. I will approach and pass by him. As I pass, I shall cast my mantle upon him. And if he be truly the one to take my place, the Lord God will reveal to him the meaning of the mantle, and he will follow after me. Sir... Sir, you, you, you dropped your mantle. Whoa. Whoa. Sir. Sir. Wait for me. Please, sir. I, I, I wish to talk with you. Sir, man of God, I pray thee, let me return to my house and kiss my father and mother farewell. Then will I return and follow thee. Follow me? Nonsense. Go back to your plowing. I recognize thy act of the dropped mantle as a call from God to serve him. I do not hesitate to answer the call. As God's servant, you will perform hard, monotonous, and at times unpleasant duties. I am not afraid of menial or unpleasant tasks, sir. Trials and temptations in abundance will come your way. I shall rely upon God to see me safely through all tribulations. You will become homesick, long for a home of love and peace. I look for a greater home, a greater peace, a heavenly one. Oh, sir, permit me to accompany you, be your companion, and learn of God and his marvelous wonders. Train me in the right paths. Prepare me for true service in God's great work. Though test and trial assail me, I shall put my trust in God. Mm, Follow me, Elijah, son of Shaphat. For several years, Elijah and Elisha labored together, the younger man serving the older, 
And thus, by watching, by listening, and by serving, he developed a faith that prepared him for a greater work. Everywhere that Elijah went, there too went Elisha. When wicked Ahab seized Naboth's vineyard, it was the voice of Elijah that prophesied his doom. But Elisha was there, standing by the older prophet's side. And when Ahaziah turned to the god of Ekron, it was Elijah's voice that was heard in earnest protest. And again, Elisha stood by his side. Remain here, Elijah, for the Lord has directed me to go to Gilgal. Nay, Master, I will go with thee. As long as there remains an opportunity to prepare myself for service, I shall remain by thy side. Remain here, Elijah, for I go to the school of the prophets at Bethel. Nay, Master, I will not leave thy side, but shall continue to serve thee and learn more of the God of Israel. Well, surely you will stay here, Elijah, for I must attend to duties at the school of the prophets in Jericho. Ask me to leave thy side as often as you wish, Master, but as the Lord liveth, I will not leave thee. Mm, come along. And the sons of the prophets that were at Jericho came to Elisha, as had those at Bethel unbeknown to Elijah, and said to him, Knowest thou that the Lord has revealed unto us that he will take away thy master Elijah yet this day? Yes, I know it. The Lord has also revealed this secret unto me. Fifty of the sons of the prophets at Jericho came and stood afar off and watched as Elijah and Elisha approached the river Jordan. You have been a faithful servant, Elijah, and God shall be with thee in thy ministry. Whereas I have been a man alone, appearing here and there at the direction of God for a few striking events, thou shalt be the exact opposite. You will live close to the people, minister to the needs of your fellow men as individuals as well as to the spiritual life of the nation. You will be the greatest miracle-working prophet of all time, second only to the Son of God himself. Come, let us cross the Jordan and be on our way. But Elijah, sir, how are we going to cross? There is no bridge nor yet a boat. This mantle... The one I placed on your shoulder the day you were plowing, remember? Yes, sir. It is a symbol of the power and grace of God. It shall be thine when I am departed from thee. With it, I strike the waters of the Jordan. <gasps> the water! It is parting, and we can cross on dry land. And when the two were crossed over, behold, Elijah said to Elisha, Ask of me, Elisha, anything thou desirest before I am taken away from thee, and it shall come to pass as thou requests. Anything, sir? Anything at all, Elisha. 
even to the bestowing upon thee of great honor among the great men of earth. I desire only, sir, to fulfill the task God has set for me to do. Nothing except that God's Spirit helped me. Therefore, Elijah, sir, I pray thee, let a double portion of thy spirit rest upon me. This is good that thou hast asked, yet it is a hard thing to give. Nevertheless, if thou see me when I am taken from thee, it shall be so unto thee. But if not, it shall not be so. And the fifty sons of the prophets who watched from afar were amazed at what they saw. They crossed on dry land, even as did our forefathers. Oh, God is truly with Elijah. And now they leave the other bank of the Jordan side by side, as if Elisha were afraid to leave Elijah even for a moment. Oh, fire from heaven, a chariot of fire, horses of fire from heaven. Elijah and Elisha are parted asunder. A, a chariot. Elijah is being caught up in the chariot and taken into the air. Elijah tosses his mantle to Elisha. A whirlwind carries the chariot and Elijah into the heavens. We'll continue the Bible story tomorrow. And if you would like to add these stories to listen to at home, you can call the Bible in Living Sound at 1-800-634-0234. That's 1-800-634-0234. Now here's some more music before we have to say goodbye. Do not wait until some deed of greatness you may do. Do not wait to shed your light afar. To the many duties ever near you now be true. Brighten the corner where you are. Brighten the corner where you are. Brighten the corner where you are. Someone far from harbor you may guide across the bar. Brighten the corner where Someone far from harbor, you may guide across the bar, brighten the corner where you are. So let the sun shine in, face it with a grin. Smilers never lose, frowners never win. So let the sun shine in, face it with a grin. Open up your heart and let the sun shine in. Little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. 
This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Every day I let my little light shine. Hide under a bushel, no, I'm gonna let it shine. Hide it under a bushel, no, I'm gonna let it shine. Hide it under a bushel, no, I'm gonna let it shine. Every day I let my little light shine, shine, shine. Right in the corner where you are, right in the corner where you are. Someone far from harbor, you may guide across the bar. Right in the corner where you What are you doing, Sam? 65. I'm counting my steps. 66, 67, 68. Why? Because to be totally healthy, you need to take at least 10,000 steps a day. I'm keeping track. 72, 73, 74. How many so far today? 4,878, 79. I'm glad you're trying to be healthy. You can help me count. My tongue gets tired. I heard that walking keeps your blood moving, brings fresh oxygen to your brain so you can think better, and makes your bones strong. How are your bones? Hard as steel. It's also good for your heart. How's your heart feel? Tired. Maybe we should rest. <sighs> good idea. So why all this sudden interest in health? Well, my dad said that his doctor told him that if he doesn't exercise more, he could have a heart attack. The doctor told him to start walking 10,000 steps a day, so I told dad if he'd walk, I'd walk. You're a very supportive son. I try. You know, there is an easy way of keeping track of your walking. There is? Sure, just walk an hour a day. That's what I read in school. Just walk briskly for 15 minutes in the morning, 15 minutes in the afternoon, and then 30 minutes after supper. That way, you don't have to count. Hey, that is easier. Let's try it. Do you have a watch? No. Don't you? 91, 92, 93. Maybe we should walk to the store. I think they're having a sale on watches. 97. God has given us everything we need to be healthy inside and out. During Creation Week, he established a health plan for every creature on earth. To learn more about healthy living and about the God who created us all, go to kidsbibleinfo.com. That's kidsbibleinfo.com. This program was brought to you by the Children's Ministries Department of the General Conference of Seventh-day Adventists. happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Do you like visiting museums? Have you ever been in a museum of children's art? What if your museum were showing a collection of paintings of children and one of the pieces was mysteriously missing? That's what happens to Sammy and Ginny in this new shoebox kids mystery. Along the way, Sammy learns that helping others is part of what it means to be a Christian. Chapter 6, Secret Service. Sammy looked across the street at the large tree in the yard. He scratched his head. He thought he had seen someone there. Hey, Sammy, get busy, Chris yelled from across the lawn. Sammy turned back to his work and soon had a large pile of leaves in front of him. 
With all of them working, it didn't take long to rake the thousands of leaves into several large piles. Willie, Mr. Teller, Chris, Dee Dee, and Sammy filled a dozen large bags with the leaves. Then the kids carried them to the back of the pickup and tossed them in. Where are you taking these leaves, Mr. Teller? Sammy asked. Willie's grandfather has a mulch pile that he uses to fertilize his garden each spring, Mr. Teller explained. Some leaves have too much acid to make good mulch, but these will do just fine. Sammy looked up to the porch and caught himself. He hardly recognized it. Not only had Maria, Jenny, and Mrs. Wallace cleaned all the windows, they had swept the front porch floor and cleaned all the cobwebs off the beams above the porch. That looks fantastic, Sammy said. Mrs. Sheckley won't know it's her house. Yeah, Jenny said, looking up and taking a deep breath. I just wish we could repair the hole in the porch that I made here the other day. Hey, guys, I think they're coming, shouted Willie, whose wheelchair sat on the sidewalk. He stared down the long street. Mr. Teller loaded the last bag into the pickup. Good timing, kids. We are just finished. Let's quickly put the tools in the van. Then Mrs. Wallace and I will move the van and truck. You kids can go hide in the bushes over there and see what happens, Mrs. Wallace said as she picked up her cleaning supplies and threw them into the back of the pickup. Half a minute later, the van and pickup zoomed away and the shoebox kids were safely hidden behind some bushes across the street. Willie had to duck down in his wheelchair to be hidden and yet be able to see. There they are, Jenny whispered loudly. A blue station wagon pulled into Mrs. Sheckley's driveway and stopped. Mrs. Sheckley got out slowly from the passenger side. Jenny noticed that the neighbor who had driven Mrs. Sheckley was grinning as she got out of the car. She doesn't even notice, Sammy said as Mrs. Sheckley walked across the lawn and onto the porch. We have to remember that she can't see very well, Jenny whispered back. She'll see it eventually. As if in response to Jenny's comment, Mrs. Sheckley stopped at the top of the stairs almost as if she had forgotten something. She looked around at the clean windows and the swept floor and ceiling. Then she turned and looked at the yard. The shoebox kids began to giggle when they saw her looking around. Shh, Jenny urged them, but the giggling grew louder. I can almost hear her, Sammy said. She's asking herself, is this my house? This is great, Chris added. Better than a practical joke. Yeah, better because everybody wins, added Willie. Sammy smiled and looked around at his friends who were smiling too. Then he noticed that Dee Dee wasn't smiling. She looked next door at the large tree where Sammy had looked earlier. A tall, thin man stood in the shadows of the overgrown tree staring at Mrs. Sheckley's house. That's the same man I saw coming out of the rose bush in her backyard, Dee Dee said. Who is he? Chris asked. I don't know, Sammy said, but I have a feeling we're going to find out sooner or later. The leaf-raking adventure was all the shoebox kids could talk about when they got together at church that weekend. After the lesson, Mrs. Shoe gave them time to share their story. That was so great, Chris said. We've got to do it again. Yeah, maybe we could do the backyard next time, Willie added. Of course, we'd need machetes and a jungle guide. And a big game hunter to look for snakes and tigers, added Sammy. I'm not going back there again, Dee Dee said. Not as long as that man is running around loose. What man? asked Mrs. Shoe. Dee Dee told her of the man she had seen coming out of the rose bush in Mrs. Sheckley's backyard and of seeing him again beneath the tree across the street. I think that's the same man I saw at the art museum, said Sammy. Well, I think the police need to know that he's been hanging around, Mrs. Shue said. I'll ask them to keep an eye out for him. Jenny waited for Sammy in the hallway after the others had left. Who do you think that man is? Jenny asked. Obviously, someone who knows Mrs. Sheckley, Sammy said. If he's any danger to Mrs. Sheckley, then we need to do something, Jenny said. 
Mrs. Shu is telling the police, Sammy said, but I want to know who he is. Jenny took a deep breath. I feel bad that we left that hole in her front porch. How about you and me going over there and fixing it tomorrow? Sammy thought for a minute, then nodded. I can bring my grandfather's hammer and nails. We might not be able to patch it like a real carpenter would, but we can keep other people from falling in the hole, too. Jenny and Sammy got permission to go over early the next morning and try and patch the hole Jenny had left in the boards. Sammy took several short boards with him, as well as a hammer and nails. The two of them crept onto the front porch as quietly as they could. Jenny carried the hammer and nails while Sammy balanced the boards. She watched as Sammy held one board against the hole, then another. All the time, he was mumbling to himself. "'What are you mumbling?' Jenny whispered. "'Grandfather wouldn't let me use his power saw, "'so I had to collect a bunch of boards "'and hope that one of them fits the hole you left here.' "'Sammy pulled off a loose piece of flooring "'that stuck out at an angle. "'Jenny didn't like the way Sammy had said that. "'It wasn't my fault that I fell through the floor here,' "'Jenny hissed. "'Anyway, you didn't help things any.' "'Well, you told me,' Sammy paused in mid-sentence "'as he found a board that fit the hole in the floor almost perfectly. "'Got it!' "'Shh!' Jenny whispered. "'We don't want to wake Mrs. Sheckley up. "'By the way, how are you going to nail that board down "'without waking Mrs. Sheckley up?' "'Remember, she's hard of hearing,' Sammy said. "'I have trouble seeing.' "'Jenny and Sammy heard a familiar voice behind them. "'I have ears like a bat.' heard today is a chapter of the shoebox kids book five the broken dozen mystery written by glenn robinson edited and created by jerry d thomas and used with permission from the pacific press publishing association if you're interested in any other books published by the seventh day adventist church please visit adventistbookcenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955 This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church. Let the children come. Don't dare drive them away. And then the kingdom comes. Hear the holy, foolish things they say. The springtime of their life decides the adults they'll become. So let the children come Please let the children come Children's Bible Journey was brought to you by 3ABN Australia Radio and is a production of Lifetalk Radio at lifetalk.net